The lights are on, the mics are hot, it's Wednesday night, and it is happy hour. We've been away for a couple weeks due to my absolute and total laziness, uh, I guess. I don't know if it's laziness or just we're busy, or a little bit of combination thereof. But anyway, you have reached the Bushels and Barrels program. A little bit of a happy hour edition here. Not going to be a super long program, but as usual, I am here with my wife. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. What did you call yourself in the last podcast? You, you, I am the sweaty, the perspiring the pers- machine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I. Do. I have no idea. You see, to me, you're just the perspiring patriot. But you yeah. described yourself as the sweaty machine, <laughs> machine, <laughs> sweating machine. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it is a Wednesday night. We are sorry that uh well i am sorry jessica was never out of the mood to uh shoot a podcast here Mm-mm. but i i just i don't know things are busy right now and it's just it's life is what it is and mm-hmm. and um we we're here thank you for all the emails checking in on us no the fbi Man. has not gotten a hold of us no, we're no, not we've censored. Not been abducted. Yeah, we're not <laughs> abducted. We're not censored. We're right here. We've had yeah. emails from more than just the United States of America. Mm-hmm. We love all you guys. We're so glad that you uh, shoot us emails and things yeah. and, and, and let us know you're worried because, uh, you know, I, I would have been the same way about Rush back in the day, and I yeah. am no Rush. Mm-hmm. No, but you're not. No. <laughs> Damn. That's all right. Though. Damn. <laughs> He's got big shoes to fill. Well, uh, tonight for happy hour. Um, with all the things that's been going on in, in the United States and Nashville here this week, um, I got a lot of thoughts about them and I don't even know that I'm going to be able to get them all out today, which we will be here again this weekend. I will not be lazy on you guys or busy, but we have a special guest here this evening. Uh, he is my son. He's 18 years old, a stud baseball player for the Mount Carmel golden aces here in town. Uh, say hello, Cohen Peter. Hello. Cohen Peter. Cohen Peter. <laughs> I don't know about stud, though. You are a stud. Okay, good. Well, you're 18 years old. What do you think about this horrific deal that happened in Nashville a few days ago? You just said it. It's a horrific deal. What do I think about it? Yeah. Um, I think that teachers need to be armed. Okay. I think that I, I, I mean, just ask me some questions and I'll tell you what I think. I mean, I think that teachers should be armed and that would solve most of the problems. I think it would solve all the problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you feel, okay, so you're in high school right now, obviously, and you've been in school now for 18 years. Would you feel better? And do you think that most of your friends um, who you were in class with would feel better if teachers were armed. 100%. Do you guys talk about it? Yeah, we actually were today because we have three veterans on each floor of our school, and we said that it would make sense for all three of them to have a handgun. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But see, according to Joe Biden, we need to get rid of guns. What? Why is Why is he wrong? Because the bad guys find a way to get them. That's right. That's exactly right. But what, you know, you and I talked about this a little bit this evening as we were finishing up work for the day. Um, And the argument that the left makes is if you arm a teacher, what if the teacher goes off the rails, right? Yeah. So 
if the teacher went off the rails and they had a gun right there in the, you know, in a safe right beside their desk, obviously the teacher could pull that gun out and really do some damage real quick. Couldn't they? Yeah. So are you worried about that? No. Why? Because if a teacher was going to lose it, they'd just bring a gun to school and do it exactly what everybody else has been doing. You think so? 100%. Is that common sense? That is pretty much common sense. It's 18 years old right there. We have con- we have people in Congress and the Senate that can't see that. And it it's scary. As scary can be. Um, What do you think, Jess? I'm devastated for the families in Nashville. You know, this didn't start out exactly the way that I thought it would. You reckon we ought to say a prayer? I think we should. I'll do it. Okay. I I can't imagine. I just can't imagine. Mm-mm. So, all right. Join with me, folks. Uh, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly Father, um, Jesus Christ, we know that you're still in control and, and that although you cannot control everything due to our free will, we know that you can provide peace to the families of the three children and three adults that were murdered in Nashville this past weekend Mm -hmm. or past week. I'm sorry. Um, just be, be with the ones that lost their lives, be with their souls and then also be with the family. I, I can't, there's just nothing more that I can pray that's any more simple than that. So Lord Jesus Christ in your name, we pray. Amen. I call all angels to show up at these doorsteps of these schools and um, to protect our babies inside of these schools uh, and to keep evil out when that's what I'm believing for all these children. Yes. Amen. 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 Cohen, what's causing this? Why are are school shootings a thing? Whenever I was a kid, whenever I was your age, 18 years old, that was even before Columbine. And I don't even know if you know what Columbine is. I do know what Columbine is. Okay. Okay. What is causing this? That's probably a good question that I really can't answer. Um, psychotic people? What? Yes, obviously. Obviously. Um, do you think the media and and the coverage of it, giving it a bunch of attention, some, some really psychotic people think, hey, this is the way that I can become famous really quick. Do you think that has anything to do with it? Or do you think these people are just off their rocker to begin with? Well, first off, I think they didn't have parents growing up worth anything. Mm. There you go. Mm. 18 um, years old, folks. I don't know that that's necessarily true. You don't? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I mean, you mentioned free will just a minute ago. Um, when when I do understand what you're saying, Cohen, and I know, and, and in some instances, I would believe that. But this this gal, this 28-year-old girl. It. It. Yeah. Boy. She Girl has trying Christian, to turn into a boy. She has Christian family, and they rejected her Christian values, or they rejected her trans values, and so the she she was blaming it on her Christian family, saying it's their fault. Really, I didn't see that. Yes. So her family, her mother and father, uh huh, rejected okay, I, rejected her trans transition because she was a girl trying to turn into a boy. Correct. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. So. That, to me, those are good parents because they, I mean, that's in my opinion. And at some point, 
those that the parents don't can't take responsibility of that adult's decisions. Fair enough. And this person was how old? 28? 28. Okay. Almost 30. Okay. I think still living at home. Possibly. I'm pretty sure that's what Ooh, I Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, now I can start. Just my opinion. Cohen, I love you, but you're not going to be living here at 28 years old. I don't want to be. <laughs> I... So what, I mean, what say you? I mean, you've got Christian parents who reject the transition. And then, you know, Cohen does have a great point whenever he says, you know, you don't have good parents. But so, I mean, and I, and I see both well, cases. Why is this happening? I, the, the ultimate question is, why is this happening? I ha- okay, Jessica, your turn. Why is it happening? Mental issues. I... I honestly think that it's a spiritual thing um, that, and I find it very ironic because for the last three years, all of the people that I've been following, the the preachers, the pastors, the people that speak in the prophetic word or whatever, they've all said it is a spiritual battle. And anybody who knows anything about the Bible knows that we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against rulers and principalities and, and all kinds of, and spirits. Um, and I, that's a verse, don't know which which verse it is, but it is verse. And um, I th- this is a spiritual battle. It's good against evil. It's God against Satan. And I believe that these people have some a mental illness that has got them, it's like a uh, stronghold okay. of wool over their eyes and confusion at the utmost highest level. That's my opinion. That's what I believe. Okay. Okay. I'm not, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you here. Okay. But Mm -hmm. you can, if you want to, I don't care. This is just, it is, this whole thing has fast tracked in two years. It is unbelievable. But it has happened before two years. Columbine, I think was what, 1997 or 98? I'm talking about this LGBTQ movement. Okay. And the transitioning and and transitioning of teens and it just becoming normalized. It's just warp warp speed. (laughs) Okay. So there's kind of a two, there's, there's, uh, this whole problem is twofold. Number one, what would ever make you get so crazy that you'd want to go shoot up the most innocent of innocent Mm -hmm. children? Hatred of Christians. Number two, what the hell would ever make somebody want to chop off a perfectly normal organ off their body? Body part. Yeah. To try to change into something that they're not. Possibly. That God assigned them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So the way you just described that, why? the question I had was, why are these school shootings happening? Mm-hmm. Whenever I was 18 years old, Cohen's age, I would have actually, I was a young buck in my senior year. I was 17 when I graduated high school. But Regardless, how come whenever I was in high school, I had never heard of a school shooting? And then now, here we are, 2023, my son is 18 years old, and it's it's like a three or four or five time a year deal. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, Cohen, you have your arm up. Yes. Um, I have four reasons that I think could make a person this psychotic. Okay, go ahead. Don't have a good family. That's a good one. Wrong friend group. Okay. Are not religious. Okay. And social media. Mm. That's pretty profound. And 
I guess if they got bullied, but that wouldn't I wouldn't put that in there. You what? said family, friends, social media, and not religious. Okay, so no no moral foundation. Yeah. Regardless. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's where that comes from, right? Right. Well, Cohen, you you ask a good, or you make a good statement. Well, social media. We didn't have iPhones growing up. But you've grown up with social media your entire life. Um, I would say video games. Um, mm. I've played video games, obviously, like Call of Duty, for the people who know what that is. That's a war game, right? It's a war game. Yeah. I mean, I've played it. I enjoy it. It's not something that I would think about turning into real life. Mm. But I think it can have some effect on people if they're not already heading down the right path and don't have the right friend group, family, or are not religious. And hmm. I think that can lead them to do some things, which there'll be a bunch of factors that go into it, but I think that'll be the one of the main reasons that leads them into going in to doing something like that. Really? Is Call of Duty the game where also not only you kill people, but you can take a prostitute and rape her in a car? And like, is that, is that, that, that the same that game? Is, that is not Call of Duty. Okay. There was another video game where you could also do that. You could go through and just be a street thug, knock people off, and then in the video game, oh, you could rape somebody. that's where somebody. they steal the cars. Grand Theft Auto. Yes. Is that that one? Yes. Okay. 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 I remember the outrage that, like, one of the versions had, and then it just kind of went away. I don't think they ever banned it or anything or said this is inappropriate or whatever, but. Right. Hmm. I do, I, I'm just asking because I don't know anything. And, and honestly, sitting right here asking my 18-year-old on this podcast, I, I'm going to learn something because I just, we didn't grow up with this. Right. I, I didn't have an iPhone growing up. We had, a, we had a phone that hung on a wall, and when it rang, you didn't know who was calling. Mm -hmm. You had to pick up the phone and say hello. Well, and a lot of, a lot of these children, children have access to 100% unfiltered internet 24 hours a day where porn is a click away mm -hmm. an easy click away. Mm -hmm. I mean, but the video games, I think that that is normalizing murder. I mean, murder on your screen and those graphics in games have come such a long way. Like you and I would be like, Oh my gosh, this is a video game. It looks so real. You and I would Ryan. Right. But I mean, for kids, it's just like, man, the graphics either stink or <laughs> right. they, they get bored with it or whatever. But, um, I think normalizing murders that that probably has some some something to do with that. So, Cohen, whenever you say family, I mean, I don't know what the family dynamic is amongst a bunch of people that you go to school with. Are are a bunch of your classmates whenever they go home at night, do they not have a mother and a father there or I mean, how does that work? Or is I mean, it all is it all broken homes like when I say broken, I mean truly broken to where people just hate each other? No, I'm meaning like uh, family that doesn't teach their kids manners. Um, just a simple all the way down from manners all the way up to just please and thank you and everything that you could teach a kid to just be a good human being and help other good human beings out. Mm. I feel like that's just, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but that's just where I feel like so you think you, so you you're I'm sorry go ahead just normal parenting normal parenting what well, what we consider normal yes yes but obviously there's a bunch of kids out there that's not getting that kids that's parents are on drugs they get pulled into drugs because of their parents feeding them drugs 
Really? Do you think parents actually give their kids drugs? 100%. Really? Really skanky ones? Yes. Okay. I think the parents that accept whatever their kid wants to be and they have no guidance for their kid, 100%. So when a kid wants to be a cat yep, and wear, act like a cat in class and want to meow all the time because you've told me you've been around kids like that, right? And the people that defend them are the people that do this. They're the problem. They are the problem. Lack of foundation sounds to me like. Mm -hmm. Like the foundation that holds society up is crumbling beneath our feet. Is from what an 18-year-old just told me. That's what it sounds like. The thing was, this is the real question I have. She's 28. Why a kindergarten through sixth grade school? What did those kindergartners, what could they have possibly done? They didn't do anything. To her. I can understand maybe her getting bullied at a high school or something like that, which is, I understand, like, why she would do that, but that's not, like, right at all. Like, that's sickening. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, that would make some sense, but just randomly going into a kindergarten through sixth grade school. I mean, she was a former student there, so she went to that school. She was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, even at that, that's still Oh, terrible. yeah. I'm not saying I mean, that you that- are you are- 15 years removed from that school at least i'm not saying that that's the reason why she went in i'm just saying she was a former student do you okay do you guys think that trans has anything to do with this yeah i think this is an evil thing i've got an opinion about that too but i want to hear you guys's um opinion trans you think it's jessica thinks it's an evil, evil thing how about cohen tell me about that what do you think about do you think trans has something to do with it i think it's evil I think it's disgusting. It just tells you that they're not religious. It tells you that they really have no family most of the time, unlike, I guess, this girl whose family basically disowned her. Not well, disowned. I mean, disowned, but just, just rejected. With what she yeah. did. Rejected. Rejected. Rejected her transition. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, yeah. What, Ryan? I, I would have been those parents. I would have been those parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have rejected that mm-hmm. had Cohen tried it. Or if Alden, God forbid, would try it, I would reject it all the way. And that's not an excuse, no matter how. I, I, what I don't get. No, no, I do get it. I do get it. And I got some very, very strong opinions. I'm not sure if we'll share it right here on hip, Happy Hour or if if I'll get into it on a, this weekend whenever we do our next one. I, to me, it's going to hurt to say this. It's going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. Like you're going to offend somebody? A lot of people. When have you ever cared about that? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, are you, you, I feel like you're bracing yourself to tell our listenerships. We have politicians. Mm-hmm. We have Hollywood we have social media. We have the regular media who are doing everything that they possibly can to F kids up. I mean, fuck them up. And then when something like this happens, any human that's walking around in the United States of America goes, I don't understand why this is happening. 
I don't understand why we're effing kids up. Then they walk out and they do effed up stuff. Mm. Good point. And I, I, I'm not going to go into everything that I, I will go into it this weekend. I don't want to do it while Cohen's on the show because I sure in the hell don't want anybody to relate any of my opinions. Even if Cohen agrees a hundred percent with me, mm. I, I, these are my opinions here that I'm going to share. Um, but to me, it's pretty simple math. You, you go out and, and you promote all these things that are the most wackiest ideas that you could ever imagine. And not only that, then take a perfectly healthy human body and start chopping organs off and out of them. Or sterilizing them. It's all the above. Mm-hmm. Kids. Mm-hmm. And then telling the kids that they're actually smarter than the adult in this situation. The adult doesn't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're lacking adults mm-hmm. is what we are. I agree. And how did that happen? How in the F did that happen? And these are tough questions. I, I, I think that there are more of us that think like us than anybody wants to admit because but I do believe that the devil, Satan, whoever you want to call him, however you want to call him or refer to him, I think that he is the master of confusion and that's how it starts. It starts with something small. Like, oh, you know, I grew up knowing that men were cross-dressers and if we ever visited a city, I saw maybe one as a child. I can't imagine a child going into a city right now and seeing like a whole group of, you know, people that are dressed up in drag and, and cross-dressing. I, right. I, that's not something that I can, you've done that, Cohen? You've got your hand up. No, he's, uh, he's I, wanting I was, to speak. I was wanting to. Oh, <laughs> okay. Visual cues. <laughs> I agree with what you said. Like, you believe there's more adults like you guys out there. I think that is the majority Mm-hmm. But the adults that are not like you guys are the ones doing this terrible stuff that get put all over the media because they are that crazy and psychotic to do crazy stuff like that. And that's why it looks like there's so many of them because the ones that are psychotic do it and the good people mm-hmm. are sitting back not really doing anything to bother any other human being mm-hmm. besides saving lives but like you, the police in Nashville. But but you know why we're not, I say we, I'm not speaking for myself or Jessica here. Uh, you just have to listen to this podcast for the past year to know that we don't fall in that category. But the reason that a lot of people, good people, real good people, and, and some of these people might be listening to this podcast right now, big fans of the podcast. They don't do anything because they're afraid of getting shit on mm-hmm. by somebody by these transvestite weirdos mm-hmm. by the LGBT community. I, I'm, I'm just telling you, I, they're afraid of be, of offending these people and then catching some flack back mm-hmm. as to where folks, we've got to start speaking up. These LGBTQ plus minus whatever, they don't give a shit whether they offend you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it is fair game to go right back at them. It's a lie. Like, they, yeah, they don't care if they offend you. So why do we care that we offend them? Because their lifestyle is entirely offensive. Their decisions is offensive to me. 
Like, not it's offensive to me, and it would be offensive when my four-year-old is at the cash register going, Mommy, he's a boy. Why does he have his nails painted? Like, because he knows boy and girl. Like, it's so offensive that I would even have to explain that to my four-year-old kid. You are a grown man with a beard. Don't You don't paint your fingernails and keep them long. That's right. That's right. I mean, you've got an Adam's apple. Why are you wearing high heels? Mm-hmm. You know, it's things like that. But that, I mean, here's, there's so many bullies in corporate America these days, too. Bullies. This is another place we're going to go while we have the 18-year-old in the house. Okay. That, I'm sorry to interrupt you. but it's okay. That, 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 the bullies thing. I'm over it. I, I am seriously over bullies. You know, whenever I grew up, I was bullied. Many other people were bullied that that I was around. Cohen, is it, is bullying a deal in the high school right now, or what, just you growing up? Do you have any bullying experiences? I mean, not me growing up. Like, yeah, people make fun of people, but it's not like in a harsh way because there's good people in Mount Carmel, and most of the kids are good kids, and they just know not to take it that kind of way. Um, okay, like if you're messing with somebody, saying "Ha ha, you suck!" Like. You're not being serious. So you haven't been on the but, receiving end of bullying so no, much. No, and I've never seen it, but I have mm. heard about it. And I guess you have heard about it yeah. for some people. But, um, no, I've never seen it, but I'm sure it happens. But I've never seen it, so I there I can't really say much about that. But I've never received it, and I've never done any bullying. Or else you better you not. Have. Or else you would obviously hear about right. it. Right. So. Um. Do you know of people that, like, do you personally know people who's received people getting made fun of because maybe they couldn't afford the Nike Air tennis shoes or the Air Jordans, maybe because they didn't have the last name that was the the, uh, relevant and and affluent last name of our hometown? Have you seen anything like that? I mean, I've seen a kid get made fun of for his, I wouldn't call it ADHD, just hyper- Never stops talking, kind of annoying. I've okay. Seen, I've seen kids like that get made fun of, but it wasn't like, like, it's not like. It wasn't a material thing. Then. It's not physical. It's just. You, you've never watched, you've never watched the kid walking down the, down the hall with. And the books get hit out of his hand. No, I've never seen that. Mm. Okay. Okay. Jess, how about you? I mean, you, the interesting about the interesting thing about this conversation is, hell, I'm a good ten years older than you are. Did, did you experience that growing up? Of mm-hmm. course, you moved from school to school, so you were always mm-hmm. in <laughs> your adolescent years was nothing more than a bunch of culture shock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, you take a an adolescent from Arkansas who was like in a pretty sheltered culture. I, I, and anybody from the South understands if you, if you go from the South and you go to a college town called Bloomington, Illinois, Illinois state university. I mean, that is a culture shock because that is a city. It's, it's a city. And then everybody is, it, it, oh man. Yeah. I was, you bullied. went, you went from a town of how many? Oh, five to seven thousand, about the size of Mount Carmel. Okay, five yeah. to seven thousand. And then mm-hmm. whenever you went to Bloomington, I, mean, I don't know what that is. Probably fifty or sixty thousand. Yeah, 000, yeah. Hundred thousand. I, I have no idea. Regardless, big, big town. town. Yeah, big, big town, town. Comparably speaking, a couple, you know, junior highs, a couple high schools in town. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then when the college is in session, hell, there's even twice as many people there. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, a lot more diversity. Sure. Sure, which there. is not a bad thing. Yeah, no, no, but, not at all. I mean, I, I, my family didn't 
bring me up to see color. So it's not like I, I mean, that didn't matter, but did I notice it? Yeah, I noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got punched in the f- head by, by a girl. This is in really interesting. High. This is really, did you, uh, what did you do to respond to that? Well, I had a super Southern accent, like okay. super, and they were making fun of me. And then they thought that I was wanting their boyfriend. And so like I was, and you were hot getting, I was like gang. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah. They but would, you were like, a good looking girl. Followed, I was in seventh grade. But I mean, you still, like, Hey, listen, you're a good looking girl. Yeah, yeah. Certain boys would like you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you okay. want to, do you want to know some, and some something? of the sisters didn't like the fact that mm-hmm. you were not even, mm-hmm. not even approaching the guy, but yeah. just that the guy might've looked at you. Yeah. So you're the one that caught the blur. The, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I got I got in trouble. (laughs) I got like I got in trouble. I was the one who got in trouble. This was in Bloomington for for somebody punching you. Mm -hmm. Why did you get in trouble for that? Um, I well, number one, I wasn't I I wouldn't snitch. So you know, because snitches get stitches. So um, I don't know. It's supposed to be funny. Going, you're supposed to laugh. (laughs) Anyway, it's true. It's true. Like it's he true. said, that was such a serious face. Yeah. It's like, it's nothing funny about that, dude. It's true. So anyways, um, yeah, I, I was the one who got in trouble and they told me that I was, I was looking at suspension. That's how screwed up the school system is. Okay. I was the one that got punched. I, I would get um, accolades from the teachers for my Southern accent and my manners. Yes, ma'am. No, sir. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I would get made fun of for that also. Uh, I went through like a like an eating disorder where I wouldn't eat in front of people at lunch. You know, mom made us bring our lunch and I was embarrassed of that because everybody in class or everybody in the school, you know, bought their lunches. There's like two people that brought their lunches and that was me. And Do you think that was associated with being the poor kids? Oh, yeah. If you brought your lunch? Oh, yeah. See, yeah. That, what was funny is I, I went to St. Mary's School here in Mount Carmel mm-hmm. and the people that brought their lunch, from what I remember... Those were the affluent ones. Yeah, it's if you had to pay the dollar twenty five for the tray lunch. I, yeah, and I'm I'm talking in adolescent. You don't know any better terms. It doesn't right. matter anyway. Right. So, junior high girls and high school girls are the worst. So it's different for guys. I mean, you guys can punch it out over lunch and be fine by the end of the day. Girls are a little bit more. Um, subtle in their bullying i'd get made fun of you're gonna laugh at this one <laughs> okay go ahead <laughs> cohen you interject at, at, at any point if something is familiar with you that she says i want to hear it i got made fun of for my mustache because i have extremely dark hair you had a mustache i still do oh let's not talk about that okay but I got made fun of it. And people would say, I would never go on a date with you because you have a mustache. And I, I'm telling you what, as a young girl in junior high and in high school, people would talk about my big toe and my Your mustache. Your big toe? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did you okay. not wear socks? No, I always wore socks around every, like. That's how big her toe was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, that, those are things that stick out to me. Okay, so you were bullied a little bit then. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever feel like picking up a gun and shooting the place absolutely up? Absolutely not, no. What Mm-mm. has changed? That's not an option. It, it wasn't an option. Like, what has changed? It's not. It's the stability of the family, the nuclear family, a mother and father in the home. Yeah. Going to church on Sunday. Going to knowing church. Knowing that you've right. got somebody to answer to. These kids and these parents don't have anybody to answer to. Nobody's coming after these parents. Yeah. You know, yeah. even even kids that do bully that maybe get 
called out on it. Like, hey, your kid's being a jerk. Like, these parents aren't getting onto their kids. They're just letting them get away with it. Yeah. What's sad is what I'm going to guess these kids getting bullied. The kids watching the kids getting bullied, not standing up for the kid getting bullied. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, we saw that a lot during COVID. You know, whenever they had that knockout game going on. And people would just knock people out on the side of the road or on the hot, on the sidewalk or whatever. Do you remember? No. A grown, yes, you watched, we watched that over and over again. There was a grown man. He came over and just punched the crap out of like a four-year-old kid. And well, the, the oh. mom ended up tackling that person. Yes, I do but remember But no that. one stepped and in to help. And nobody stepped in to help. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. a mom and a son got the hell beat out of them. Well, the, yeah. the the baby, I mean, well, yeah. I, I consider it a baby still, the little four-year-old. That's a baby. Just, yeah. I mean, just flew him across the street and yeah. here's this. And, and people nobody, just stood around and watched. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. But you know, in that moment, I'm sure people were like, oh my gosh, is there a gun? Is somebody going to just pull out a gun? So there's that fear. So do we know? need gun control? No. no. We need no. more people carrying guns yeah. to keep yeah. that shit from happening. There would be a lot less uh, shootings. If people yeah. had open carry, I, guaranteed. I, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking about bullying, um, I went to St. Mary's school for my first, uh, you know, first grade through eighth grade. Kindergarten, I went to public school in Belmont, Illinois, which is gone now. But I, I remember being bullied. I remember coming home to mom and dad and crying, mm-hmm. I, legitimately crying, mm-hmm. because my last name was Peter. I mean, it, it, mm-hmm. like I got made fun of. Big time. I I mean, Peter Head, Peter Face, you name it. Yeah. You name it. Yeah. Little Peter. Little Peter. Yeah. Never Big Peter. Uh, (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) But I got made fun of so much and not by everybody. At the same time, I was no angel. I remember one student that was in my class that we made so damn much fun of that I watched him cry in class and I was Mm. part of it. Mm-hmm. I'm no, I was no angel. Mm-hmm. I deserved everything that I got, I guess. I mean, I, even though yeah. like I had nothing to do with my last name, I remember when Reebok, this is going to show my age, Reebok pumps had just came out. <laughs> the pump was on the tongue of the color. Oh, They're still I pumps. I remember those. I don't even know what the heck you're talking about. Yeah. Oh boy. This is showing my age for sure. So there was a shoe that came out by Reebok. Reebok, is, like Reebok is still a thing, right? Yes. Okay. Kind of like light up shoes for like Skechers. Just light up shoes for teenagers. That's what he's talking about. This pump. This Reebok <laughs> pump had this deal on the tongue, and it was like shaped of half a basketball, and they were basketball shoes. And you pumped it up, and it pumped air into the side walls of your shoe, and they were called Reebok pumps. Okay. They were. It was it was all marketing, mm. and then they sold it for a hundred bucks a pair. Mm-hmm. Well, David and Laura Peter was never going to buy Ryan Peter a pair of hundred dollar shoes. Just wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. But these Reebok pumps also had this clear deal at the bottom of them. When you pumped them up, the clear deal, like on the sole, kind of poofed out. It was just cool as shit. I mean, it was just cool, especially as a sixth and seventh grader. You're just like, man, that's awesome. So I had a couple of buddies get Reebok pumps. Mom and dad, they ain't going to buy Ryan Peter no $100 pair of shoes. So it's time to buy tennis shoes. And we went to Walmart and I got LA gears. 
and they had clear things on the bottom, but it was just solid, clear things. But I mean, sharp pair of shoes, no doubt about it. Sharp pair of tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. But they were L.A. Gears. Anybody that knows anything about Walmart back in those days, L.A. Gear was... The Walmart brand. The Walmart brand. Mm-hmm. I, it's what it was. Kind of like Jordash. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Kind of like Arizona jeans was always JCPenney. That's, mm-hmm. You just knew that was JCPenney's cheap brand. Mm-hmm. So... That's what I ended up with. I, sixth or seventh grade, I can't remember. I went to school. I was real proud of the shoes. I mean, they were clean. They were new. Mm-hmm. They looked really cool. And I got I got made so damn much fun of for those shoes. That does not happen nowadays. Does it not? No. I mean, like, getting made fun of for a pair of shoes is like, Okay, so you're going to turn around and make fun of the guy, making but, fun of the guy for the shoes. But now, listen, like, Cohen, you're, you're 18. When you were in eighth grade and you were 13 years old, did that happen? Hairstyles. Hairstyles? That's our age. That's weird. Nobody made... no. I got made fun of for my hair. Did you? Yeah, because I used to comb it over and put gel in it, and they'd always make fun of me. Really? Oh, you put a bottle of gel in your hair this morning? What was oh. that hair looking like? What do you mean? Like the people that, this is what always gets me about people. The people that were making fun of me? Yeah. It well, looked like they just touched an electric line and got electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Staticky. So, isn't that interesting? So, whenever I was a kid, I mean, you're, we're talking 25 years before his mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. It was about shoes, and and I, I I wore a lot of Rustler and Wrangler jeans, and I would they were hardly ever guest jeans. I think I had one pair of guest jeans my entire school career, mm-hmm. and that's whenever guest was really really popular. But so so you were bullied a little bit then, right, Cohen? Not really, because I just I mean they were my friends making fun of me. Like I talked to them every day. I rode the bus with them. They were just giving me crap. It wasn't bullying. Okay. There's a, there's a difference. There's a difference. There's such a difference in this girl experience and then this guy experience that I'm hearing about. Like, they would make jokes and I would laugh at myself. Now, sometimes they would hurt, but they were my friends, so I really didn't care because I made fun of them just as much as they made fun of me. Well, no. I guess I was just insecure enough to think that people were making fun of my shoes really didn't like me. Yeah. Like, they, they could tell that I was... Well, nice people that are your friends, just real true friends, don't make fun of you. Right. Or they pull you off to the side and say, hey. Yeah, you don't think about that in seventh grade. No, you don't. No. Girls are so much more subtle. Oh, man, they're mean. Like, they gang up on each other. Oh, it's so bad. Well, I mean, that's just the way girls are. And I think that they learn a lot of it from their moms, unfortunately. I mean, I saw adult women at one of the local, the golf course here, just being complete bitches mean girls bitches (laughs) i mean just crazy i was i I was there that evening they were bitches i couldn't believe my eyes yep at stymies yep and i total bitches and i'm like what the heck is this for real and there were teenage girls with them at the table so learning from them exactly yep yep and it's not like i get offended by every single thing that i see but this this was so blatant and out there and i don't think they knew who i was So it was really confusing whenever I said, can we not do better than this? Like, this is a joke. Because you called them out. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I did. Yeah. And I'm I'm one to not say anything. 
but I did. Because Rightfully they were, so. Yeah. Anyways, the girls are so much more subtle about it. They they make eye eye contact. They make the eye rolls. They, you know, may take videos or pictures and then construe it. it it's total. It's total manipulation. Yeah. Women, because we're so complex in our thoughts and our emotions, mm-hmm. and uh, men aren't. For people that talk about you behind their back, it's because you have something that they don't. And they're jealous. Generally speaking, you're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they want to make other people around them feel the same way about that person. Yeah. As they do, even though that person Mm -hmm. is out there, doesn't know they're talking bad about them, and probably doesn't care. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And that's, Cohen, that is a lesson that will serve you well through your whole life. You can't worry about what everybody else is going to say about you, you know? If you did something wrong in the past or something, own it or whatever. I mean, that'll give them reason to talk about you forever, but Mm -hmm. you own it and then you move on. And if they don't want to move on at that point, it becomes their problem. It's like your TikTok video. That is a great example. Mm -hmm. That is a great example. Yeah. Yeah. I made a mistake. I owned it. We moved on. But then see who can't move on. The people that hate me. Yeah. For whatever reason it is, they hate me. The psychotic people. And you know what's funny is the people that, you know, that, that hated me for that TikTok video, they are the same. They are the LGBTQ, LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy that's running for school board here in Mount Carmel, his name is Michael Stinson. He is a guy that stands up for the type of person that just shot up that Nashville school. And if you want to go into it, the same type of person that went that shot up Uvalde. And we can keep going, but I'm going to save that for Sunday. Mm-hmm. But the it's right versus wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not even right versus left here. It's right versus evil, not wrong. Right versus wrong, yeah. Good versus evil, yeah, exactly. It is. It's all the same. And, I, you know, I, like I said, the thing that I, I heard many talk show hosts pondering the past couple of days was like, what is causing this? What is causing this? And like, I'm sitting here driving my Volvo down the road, like screaming at the radio, screaming at the windshield, going, look at what we're teaching. We're, we are effing these kids up from day one. And then they go out and they F shit up. And then we're wondering why they F shit up. Mm-hmm. I, it's 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 as simple as that, you know. Mm-hmm. This trans person, you know what they needed was church, and they needed mental help. And I used to not be a person for mental help. I, I I've and, and I'm very I'm still very very skeptical mm-hmm. of counselors and mental help. I, sure. I just totally am. I think sure. most of this shit can be figured out with common sense and God and Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But even at that, you know, I. If it did take a counselor and that one special person could get through to this person, like, come on, man, come around here. Mm-hmm. This is not the way to live your life. You might have been bullied as a kid, and it might have drove you to think that maybe you're the only place you can fit in is being a transvestite. Or maybe the only place you can fit in is to be a lesbian or a gay person or whatever it is. Whatever your torment is, and the, the, for whatever reason, you think this is where you need to fit in. Mm-hmm. That's not the way God made you. And whoever could break through to that person, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. If God couldn't do it on his own through his own scripture that you read in church on Sunday or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But 
the, the shit that is driving people to grab a gun and go kill, like you just said, Cohen, K through six, not, not even somebody specifically that was an asshole to you a long time ago at, a, at, at the age of 28. But K through six, you just, is it the school's fault? Christianity? It was a Christian school. Seems to me like Christians were targeted here. How is that not mm-hmm. domestic terrorism? Right. And why aren't we calling it domestic terrorism? Exactly. I'm going to speak very much more strongly this weekend. Mm-hmm. But I think that there is an entire movement with this whole vengeance the LGBTQ community. There's an entire movement. Let me give you an example. Katie Hobbs spokesperson. Her name was Jocelyn Berry. Her name is Jocelyn Berry. Katie Hobbs, who is the governor who, now. Who was the, <laughs> um, I would say she had fraud in that election. Yeah. Who By is, the way, we'll, we'll give up. Yeah, yeah. She's the selected governor of Arizona. Um, her spokesperson, Jocelyn Berry, posted a meme just two hours after the shooting. You know what the meme was? What's up? This blonde lady with two handguns in her in her hands, okay? And and she typed out us when we see transphobia. Well, I'll tell you what. The gal's lost her job since but that was just yesterday. I mean, that was or 2 days ago whenever right if, after the if, shooting. If any of my comments make me transphobic, mm-hmm. then transphobic I will be. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the way it is. I, I'm not going to back down from the way that I, I think I don't about this. care if people want to transition and chop off their own bodies, body, and they want to mutilate their bodies, whatever. You do, your, you do you. You do your thing. Don't bring it around my child. Do not introduce it to me or my children, especially my children. Do mm-hmm. not do... No. No. I'm sorry. Do no, not I, bring I your agree. drag show to I, the library. Keep it away from the library because where do children hang out? They go to the, the library. A public safe place. Yes, because they're children. And it's a public safe place. Yes, you're exactly keep, right. Keep it, away from my ki- keep it away from the kids. You know, I, we'll, we'll get 18, into this Sunday. 18 and I, older, you go right on ahead. You do you, you do what you're going to do. I don't freaking care. 18 or older, I'm getting farther from that right now. But we'll discuss this later. You're getting I, I'm far- getting farther away. What do you mean by that? I used to just say you do what you you do whatever you want in the privacy of your own home and it's fine. I I I'm not I I can say that after uh after Tuesday mm-hmm. or no Monday mm-hmm. Monday is when it happened. I can say after Monday I'm not quite there now. Well, are you going to explain? Um, these people have a they have serious screws loose, serious screws loose. Yeah, you know, for I, anybody I, to but honestly, the thing is, like this this. Trans person that shot this place up. I don't know if they're one of the people marching around a, a local library and trying to push this shit off on everybody. I have no idea. I have no idea. Just because they post it on their social media doesn't mean they're trying to shove it down everybody else's throat. They're just saying what they are doing, mm. which is fine. Whatever. Okay. The fact that you're doing it mm-hmm. and the fact that it's wrong mm-hmm. should throw up red flags everywhere. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Even if you're not trying to shove it down Alden's throat, even if you're not trying to shove it down a, a, a Cohen's throat, the fact that you're doing it should scare the shit out of everybody because this is how unhinged these people have become. I, I don't want to go 
right down there. <coughs> Something else. You I keep w- stopping yourself. I, I know. Don't li- I don't like when you censor yourself. It's not. I don't well, like. I don't like the vibe. Be- well, <laughs> the eighteen-year-old's in the house, and I don't want anything yeah. that I say to have anything to do with him whenever he goes back to school. Oh. Go ahead. I, I, I mean, I'm not really worried about when I go back to school because I think everybody that I talk to thinks the exact same way. So, do you have transes in your school? Yes. You do? Yes. You have a, disgusting ones. What do there, you wait, mean? wait, wait, wait. Is there a good one? No, I mean like disgusting trans. Like they can't just be a girl that cuts their hair and tries to just look like a guy. I mean, they're a girl that completely gets surgery. Oh, that we've got dyes their hair green. Where's Mount Carmel's? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you you just have to walk. There are a lot of younger kids. The younger that's the, the younger class, like seventh through sophomores, mm-hmm. really messed up. Re- really messed up. Mm-hmm. See, like I, what I is don't know causing what's going this. On. What's causing it? What? Okay. <sighs> Yeah. Parents, where are the parents yeah. at? Yeah. The people again, with the, the common sense, the, the ones foundation. with all of the screws in the head. Yep. Like all their screws are loose. Yep. Like you said, you said it you said it right, Ryan. You hit it on the head. I mean, and the, they they do. The, they get bullied. Because they're weird. Yes. Right? Yes, they get bullied, but at the same time you look at them and you go, you kind of did it to yourself. You're asking for it, yeah. right? Well, I mean, I think it's, I think it's a, it's a cry for help, honestly. Well, and, I, and it's, and it's the confusion of this whole lifestyle. Like, I'm going to get all of this attention from this community that's really not there in the first place. It's like a superficial community, you know, because it's like not real life. They're looking for some place to fit in. They're trying to find attention. So, Cohen, of the people that you see. That are trans, do you think that the foundation, where they go home to every night, do you think they have parents that just don't care? I think they have parents that just are not mentally stable. Really? Hmm. I, do you yes. know any of these people? Or no, I, I no, don't want I don't. names. I do not want names. Just by seeing them and how they act, it just gives me a pretty good hint how their home life is. Um, seeing what they do. Yeah. They're not clean. They're obviously on drugs. Um, just seeing how they act, who they hang out with. If I've known this person since sixth grade, come to find out senior year, they're turning trans and I've known them since sixth grade. Is that the case before they were trans? Is that the case though? 100%. Yes. Really? Yeah. Um, and being able to see that, uh, I think it's a mixture of them not having a friend group and wanting attention. That's that's definitely a mixture, I think. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it's home life. Is there I, anything you think you could have done to like maybe include them into your friend group, or was there such a divide? They, or it was almost like they didn't even want to. They didn't want attention. They were quiet. I, I wouldn't say shy because. You can't be shy to just come out transgender. That you just can't be shy because you're gonna get right. a lot of. Attention. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an instant way to grab attention for yeah, sure. Yeah. So I wouldn't say shy. I would just say, I don't know I, what's the word for that. I mean, they didn't talk to anybody yet. They're not shy. 
I don't know. And they're just, I, I, they didn't have any guidance like we were talking about earlier. You know, Cohen and Jess, the, the, whenever I was growing up, we watched TV, right? And you had commercials. Okay. The commercials that I watched never had gay people in them ever, let alone trans. And I'd kiss your ass nowadays if any commercial during any TV program that we watch, at least one of them has a gay or trans person in it. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, that's how much that like, and in my opinion, and people might disagree with me. Hey, and if you do cool, bushels and barrels one at gmail.com. In my opinion, that's shoving it down our throat. That's shoving something from a very, very minute number of people's lifestyle down our throat and trying to make it normal. And when you start doing that, but then there's the other 99% who I'm a part of that doesn't want to see it and and are vocal about it. I got a question. Go ahead. See if you can answer this with a good answer. Why is there gay pride month, but only a veterans day? Yeah, dude. (laughs) There's what the heck? Yeah. Or uh, why is there gay pride month, but only Memorial day? The day that we sell, not celebrate, commemorate. We surely don't celebrate it. Commemorate the day that others have died for this country. And some would say, some would say, these people died for the right of these trans and gays to be the way they are. But I don't think any of them died for immorality. And that's, that's, that is the, that's the fight that we are fighting. Right now, within this country, mm-hmm. Jess. Mm-hmm. But switching gears a little bit, the response to the shooter and those cops in Nashville—young boys. I mean, hell, when you're 18, I think one of them looked like they're only 21 or 22 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, th- th- this woman, and she was a woman, whether she wanted to identify as a boy or not, I don't care. She was a woman, shot the windows out of the doors to get into the place. I mean, it's not like, the, I, I suppose the doors were probably locked, and she just shot the windows out to get in, right? I don't know. She didn't even try the door. I mean. She just walked up, shot the windows out, and walked right through. Right. Can't be very bright. But the it co- was the door window. Yeah. Yeah. It was the, the door the, she shot through. The windows of the, that was in the door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shot them through and walked right in. But the cops, what do you think of those guys? Uh, amazing hero heroes those are heroes those are heroes young kids they are the ones that need to be put on the news amen i agree i I mean besides the victims and and commemorating their life and besides the family if they want yes to be known um yeah those those cops they were well trained bravery bravery courageous I mean, but well-trained. They knew how to clear a room. They knew how to, they knew, you could just tell, I mean, they knew what they were doing when they, when they entered the room and the way that was, it was quick communication, like single words as they're moving through and clearing and sweeping rooms. I mean, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. And they were, in my opinion, they're kids. Mm -hmm. They're kids. Hell, they were younger than the person they took down. If you think about it. Because, I mean, Cohen, did you tell me one of those guys was like 21 or 22 years old? Yeah, yeah. That was on that task force? Yep. Yeah. 
I mean, that just courageous, just awesome stuff. He was the guy that body came you saw. Okay, okay, yeah, all over TikTok, you could find those, and Jess showed me one off Rumble. Um, Well, YouTube censored everything, so took it all down. Well, of course, Mm -hmm. you're not going to go to YouTube and find any of this stuff, but you can go to Rumble and find it, because Mm -hmm. Rumble is an American, okay, so for those of you guys who don't know, Rumble is YouTube's competition, so Mm -hmm. go there if you want to look something up. As a matter of fact, as all these farmers have, uh, excuse me, YouTube pages, it is happy hour, um, I thought I just told Jess tonight it maybe be fun to do a rumble page. Yeah. For me. Well, a lot of people want to see us on camera, so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or we could set up the rumble page and yeah. and and do the podcast that way. Yeah. But anyway, no, those the the guys from Nashville, the the, the cops that that went in there, those young it's it was so moving to me like I just want to write them a letter and just say you guys are freaking awesome. Mhm. Like you were the best of the best. You have so much to be proud of. You were so courageous and balls is what it's called. It's just balls. They had balls to walk in there during an active shooter. Waste no time. Waste no time. Have no idea what's around the next corner. Life or death. And just, they were not thinking about themselves. They were thinking about the poor kids, the teachers, administrators, whoever was in that school. It was just. I mean, that part was fantastic to watch um, in a horribly sad situation. Mm -hmm. And how many lives did they save? Right. That's the thing you can't count. Mm -hmm. So it aggravates the crap out of me that they keep calling this gun, these guns, AR style. I know it aggravates me. Um, Yeah. It aggravates me that the trans, the transvestite community got aggravated at the media because they misgendered the gal that aggravated the crap out of me this is not it cannot be normalized it is not normalized and no matter how hard they want to try i i it can't it's disgusting yeah this is civil and i mean it is officially we're in the middle we're in the middle of it but now it's officially Mm -hmm. war i mean Mm -hmm. a, a the last Four people who've done these mass shootings have been trans. Mm-hmm. And then what is April 1st? Is it a trans... Is it a Vengeance Day? Vengeance that, Day. That's that what that it's day? called. Yeah. You should see the posters for this, guys. The posters for this is Trans Vengeance Day at the Supreme Court in Washington, D.C. And the posters have like four machine guns on them. Yeah. I, I mean, that is the advertisement to, hey, come join us. Right after. And was it announced before the shooting or after the shooting? Or do you know? I saw it two nights ago. So I saw it the first time after the shooting, but I I find it hard to believe that somebody just organized that within six hours of that shooting happening in Nashville. But I don't know. I don't know. It's all over the news right now. Mm. You know, and Joe Biden was asked just today, was this a targeted attack on Christians? And he's his dumbass. He is a dumbass. He's the, he's the biggest idiot. America's ever had in the White House. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Mr. Biden, uh, our President Biden, uh, was this a targeted attack on Christians? And his answer was, I don't know. Well, let me, let's just riddle this. If this exact same thing would have happened in a Muslim school. Mm -hmm. Done by somebody who was not trans. 
what would his answer have been? Yes, it's an attack on Muslims, for sure. We know exactly what it was. And then he had the audacity to say, oh, I'm just kidding, and joke around after that. Mm -hmm. Like, this is all fun and games. Yeah, your ass is not the one in the school that might get shot up. I mean, Cohen, you and I were just talking. It's all fun and games. It's not fun and games. You and I were just talking about how easy it would be to come into any school and do this. Yes. Like anybody that wanted to get into a school could do this. You shot the windows out of the front door. You could walk right in. Mm -hmm. Unless you have bulletproof glass, I guess. There's nothing funny about this. But, you know, people, like I said, people ask why this is happening. Well, you raise effed up kids, you get effed up results. And... No consequences for actions. Zero consequences for any for any actions, oh, good yeah. or bad. There are no consequences. Yeah, generally speaking, the people that's in in fault nowadays are the ones that try to enforce the rules, mm-hmm. not the ones that broke them. Mm-hmm. You know, shame on you for catching me, not the fact that I did it. Exactly, and haven't yeah. And there's your heaven anti- forbid my little daughter Susie follow the rules. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yep. She's she does no wrong. So let me backtrack a minute. You said that the shooter had an AR style gun. Mm-hmm. What was the shooter killed with? I don't know. An AR style gun. Mm. Yeah. But do you know what they're? Do you know what AR stands for? No, I do not. Did but my guess would be assault rifle, even though assault rifle. Yes. That's what you they they want you to think assault rifle. They want you to think automatic rifle, Ryan. Armor light rifle. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. AR. AR. AR style. AR style fifteen or AR fifteen style or whatever they say. Right. An AR styled gun. Like okay, wait a second. Now we're now we've got now we've got to ban. Assault rifles. <laughs> and what was the first thing Biden did that day? Just came up and said... Talking about the gun bans. The gun yeah. is the problem. You know, Mr. Biden, and you know, I, I'm not going to address you as president any further, but Mr. Biden, um, do you realize the only reason that we have the freedom in the United... The only reason the United States exists is because of guns? We had to fight off the British, asshole. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know, that's the whole purpose of having the Second Amendment. Oh, yeah, they want so you that to we think. So we can take, oh. take over our government. And we could. I mean, if we if we could. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, you say that. I, I don't know about that. But. Yeah, there's a lot more. You've got to remember, there's a lot more of you and me than the mainstream media ever wants you to believe. But there is a lot bigger equipment the government has than we do. They could smoke Chicago you've no matter how have, many Ryan, guns Chicago has. You've got to have military men who will follow unconstitutional commands. All it takes is one trans person in the military to do it. Because yeah, well. trans people have loose all I'm wires saying, in their head. All I'm saying is they've got a whole lot. They've got. I mean, there's a lot of us out here. There's I agree. I agree. They can't. Here. It's going to be a hell of a. It's going to be a hell of a chore to take care of us out here where we live. Do I ever want to see any of this happen? Absolutely no, not. No. No. Absolutely not. I think it would be detrimental. But all right, Cohen has his hand up. Go this ahead. This is sir. a very confusing question. Maybe go mm-hmm. ahead. LGBTQ support Biden most of the time. 
Yes. LGBTQ. Support yes. Biden. Biden is against AR-15s. The LGBTQ person shot up a building with an AR-15. <clears throat> How does that make sense? It, Welcome to politics. That's right. <laughs> How does that make sense? The, the, that. The, the revelation it, that even, you just had. Even make this better. <laughs> the LGBTQ person that shot up this school bought those guns legally. Not illegally. In which case, some would make the argument like, you see, even even more so, Ryan, you're making my point. These mm-hmm. these guns don't even, even need to be made available. I'm telling you, somebody that's going to do something like this is going to find that gun no matter what, yeah. legally or illegally. Yep. People want to say guns kill people. If they want to say that, then my pencil failed my test. There you go. There you have it. Amen, brother. Yeah. I, I agree with you totally. So, so I, I read a report earlier on about this gal and how, um, you know, they were a whole lot hadn't came out yet. I, the, the body cams hadn't came out. And I was just briefly reading a probably Twitter or Telegram. And it says, you know, the parents didn't investigate this daughter's red bag or something mm-hmm. that and it concealed one of the, the guns. And, um, I'm like, now that I find out that her Christian parents have rejected her trans transition of transvestiteness or the lifestyle or whatever, I'm like, of course they're going to paint the parents as bad immediately. It's the parents' fault. They didn't investigate that bag of a 28 year old kid who's living in their basement. They didn't embrace her. They didn't embrace her child. <sighs> Their child was going through this transition and they didn't support it. So therefore they made her child I'm unstable. Sorry, but the mainstream media is wanting you to only see little bits and pieces of truth, not the entire truth. And if you still believe everything that they push, I, I'm sorry that that wool is heavy. Yeah, I agree. But I, oh, I just get worn out over it is what I get. I get worn out. I get sick. I had coffee with a girlfriend of mine and we really, we sat there and we talked about what happened on Monday and, you know, both of us kind of looked at each other and it was this mom glance that we gave each other and we just was, because it was almost a fear look in both of our eyes because the thought of that happening to our child or to her, you know, she's got multiple in the same school and I've got the one and. And you know what we both did immediately? Take a drink. Of coffee? Yeah. No, we sat there and we just spoke out loud and we said, Jesus send angels, both almost simultaneously, protect our babies in that school. Because it is a Christian school in town. Yeah. You know, and we have... we The exact same demographic as what got shot up in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. And there's... That makes it a target. So God didn't say that we, we wouldn't be persecuted as Christians. No, look say, at the pro-lifers right now yeah, in America. He didn't say that. He never did. He and said, you are going to be persecuted. This is going to happen He warned you. us it's going to be hard yeah. to follow him. And it's not going to be easy. Like, he never said, oh, life as a Christian is going to be easy. No. And this is what it looks like. I mean, and that is extremely hard. To right. Even, it's, it's hard to say out loud. It's hard to swallow because it's reality of today in 2023. And here we are. Yeah. The MSM is, is, you know, pushing the racism thing. They're pushing the white supremacy stuff. And now they're pushing the Christian versus the most evil of evil, which is like children and LGBT and yeah. uh, transitioning. Furries. Yep. Uh, yeah. The, it, it's all evil. I know. Stuff I know. that doesn't make any sense. 
So anyway, this, you know, the devil is a master of confusion. So if it's confusing, I'd say, stop. You know what? Is it black and white or is it confusing? And then say, uh, God is like black and white. You know, and Satan is going to be the confuser of all things. Right. Well, that's getting kind of late. Don't you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think? I'm sleepy. <laughs> I'm sleepy. All right. Changing changing gears here. Cohen, what do you got going on here? We're, we're prime into baseball season, right? Yeah. Right Mount, into baseball. Mount game tomorrow. Carmel Golden Ace. You have been playing phenomenal. Thank you. You've... What what do you call that bat if you're player of the game or whatever? What are they... Oh, they call it uh, Kathy. Kathy. Where did that come from? Uh, actually, when our coach... Uh, was in high school. They had the ritual. They stayed around for like ten years, and they started it. And it was a, it's like an MVP bat. Best player on the team gets the bat, and uh, they named it Karen. But we couldn't use Karen because they lost Karen somewhere down the line. <laughs> so we had to name it Kathy. Good thing because Karen's not known as like <laughs> yeah, Karen's the MVP. She's not. So we went with something close take, to Karen. We yeah. named her Kathy. I Kathy. like Kathy. Okay. All right. Cool. And you got Kathy. What was it? Tuesday evening or, uh, or no yeah. Monday evening? Monday evening. Monday nice. Monday evening. So you nice. had a freaking Harrison Bader type catch in left field Monday night. <laughs> like I was I. I was probably that dad that was way too loud for, I say, no more than what it was. It was a hell of a catch. You laid out. I mean, <laughs> and, of course, for those of you who don't know, uh, this past weekend it rained four inches. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Cohen gets up, and, I mean, he looks like he's been playing in the pig pen after this catch. It was just a fantastic catch. But, you know, something I really like, um, and this is honestly – all my years in high school, all the way up till right now, I've never went to a high school baseball game until right now. Uh, no, I take that back. The second year of COVID, whenever you were allowed to play, yeah. I went to one game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but besides that, this is the first one. And it just looks to me like you guys are having fun. Oh, we are. It's great because, like, with football, you had to take everything really serious. And, like, it was, it was like, hard because, like, football, you had to know all the plays. You had to know what formations you had to know everything and like you're in the moment you're getting hit like you're like all jacked up in football and then with baseball it's just like it's just a better bonding sport you just got teammates you get a long game going with them Mm. it might be cold outside you don't care you can get really hyped up which is like getting really jacked up yeah you guys say yeah it's just real easy to um, after a team win, we all go to this place. It's a New Mexican place in town, and we all eat there. Where's that at? Uh, Cactus Cuisine. Okay, yeah, yeah. We all go there and have our uh, whole team goes there and goes out to eat if we win. Well, you know something nice. something that I noticed that I thought was funny yesterday whenever we were at your game, and you see this in the big leagues all the time. You know, the, the guy from the Cardinals, gets he hits a single, and he gets on first base, and he's standing on first base, and I don't know who you're playing, but whoever you're playing, the first baseman for the other team is standing there, and mm-hmm. you guys are kind of shooting the shit back and forth, like laughing and yeah. smiling. Yeah, I actually, noticed you doing that yesterday with the Princeton first baseman. Oh. um, You were kind of just... With the first baseman. I know I did it with the shortstop. Okay. Uh, we were actually making fun, not even making fun, I would say having a good time because it was freshman versus freshman. Freshman pitcher and freshman hitter. Oh, okay. And uh, 
I was like yelling at him, let's go, Freshy, because that's what we call him. We call him Freshy. Yeah. Love the kid. He's a great kid. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was freshman hitter versus freshman pitcher. And we were just talking, laughing about it. And, uh, you know, he came up to me, he's like, good hit. And I was like, thanks. And we, right. were, we were just kind of talking back and forth. And I turned around one time and he kind of patted his glove like the pitcher was getting ready to throw over to scare me a little bit. And I didn't flinch. And he was like, Man, if he did throw it, I would have got you. Just stupid stuff. Oh like yeah, that. Just, yeah. Just just a little bit of talk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, what I noticed is, uh, you were you were on first, and you got a little bit of a lead off, and the pitcher turned around and threw it. Yeah. And that was the time you were safe. Yeah. Even though both times you were safe, but the second was a bullshit call, and you got thrown out. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. But the first time you were safe, and you got up, and I just noticed, and from where I was standing, obviously I'm well outside of earshot i could never hear what you guys were saying but just to look at you guys he smiled at you you smiled at him a little bit no it just probably two words is all it said like he might have trash talk like you're lucky and you might have trash talk back you know well you know what i said what i said you got to be quicker than that yeah exactly <laughs> and you know what was bad what's that I guess he was quicker than that because they called me out. So yeah, like carbon. Next time. <laughs> but I really was safe. But, but I mean, whatever. it just it looks like you guys are just having so much fun. And 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 the fact of the matter is, it's high school baseball. This is your senior year. I mean, for some of those guys, they'll play next year and the year after that because they're juniors, sophomores. But it just looks like you're having fun. Um, I had no idea that whenever it's a home game, you guys have walk-up music, yes. just like the big leagues. Yes, we do. And th that is so much fun. And between innings or, you know, at the bottom and top of every inning, there's there's music being played. Yes. Sometimes, like whenever you're on base and the next batter's coming up and his music's being played, the people standing on the field, both home and away, are like jamming into the music that's coming out. Yeah, it's, it's like just good music. fun. It's yeah. just, it's incredible. It's, and it's, it's laid back at the same time. It's intense. It's just fun. You, it's, 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 it's human. And it's normal. You want to know what's funny about it? The freshmen, like we get walk-up songs. We have some good freshmen on our team. You, you do. Yes. We pick their walk-up songs. You do. Yes. Is that why that baby no, shark that's song? That's is that why one? we picked a baby shark for the freshman. <laughs> and we didn't tell him what his walk-up song was until he walked up to the plate and it started playing. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that is hilarious. So, <laughs> so a song that I'll I just tell you right now, son, and I've never told you this before, but that will be near and dear to my heart forever is your walk-up song. Really? I It's brand new, but for the rest of my life. Do you listen whenever, to the song? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, like it? because it's your walk-up song, but I've never heard it before until now. Cohen Peter comes to bat for the rest of my life. This song will always have you in my brain. So why did you pick? Who is it, and why did you pick it? Uh, it's Morgan Wallen, and I wrote the book. And it's just like, it's about fishing. And, you know, I don't fish a whole lot, but when I do fish, I enjoy it. Um, and then it's about baseball. Yeah. And I was just thinking, you know, it'd be kind of cool, catchy to have something about throwing a curveball, just sure. baseball, you know, um, talk a little smack, you know, yeah. how we were doing on first base, you know, talk exactly. a little smack, you have to. <laughs> but so, have fun. Yeah. Because that's right um, in the book. I mean, the book is about having fun. And the book is about having fun. And it's like, I do all those, so I wrote the book. Well, here it is, folks. This is Cohen's walk-up song. If you guys... I mean, if you could find the Aces uh, baseball schedule, I'm going to try to be at most all the games. Uh, 
come up say hi to me come up say hi to cohen but this is morgan wallen and my little boys walk up song folks we'll see you this weekend thank you cohen for being here you're welcome anytime thank you jessica To hitching the boat up, backing down the ramp in my old truck to find a bunch of laws to catch a bunch of hogs. Yeah, I wrote the book. Yeah, I wrote the book. If you wanna learn to throw a curve right, catch a clean up.